This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by West Fountain Auto Body. Remember, if you ever find yourself in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340. It's Kenny, it's Patricia, it's Kaylee, it's your vehicle. You're riding along, and there are people that are texting and driving, or a drunk driver, or someone that's impaired for whatever reason, or they're just they're texting, they're not paying attention, and the next thing you know, you're in an accident. And maybe it's just a fender bender, but you still need to get your vehicle fixed. If that's the case, maybe this happened to you. Maybe it happened to a family member. Maybe someone you work with. I tell you, or I'm advising you, I should say, to call West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. They're located at 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They will restore your vehicle, showroom-like condition. And the best thing about West Fountain is they'll handle everything for you. You want Patricia in your corner. She's the best. West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. It's John DePietro, the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380. Plug that into your car. AM 1380, 99.9 FM, 99.9 FM. You can always uh, watch the show on Facebook Live. Go to my Facebook page, John DePietro Show. But as always, folks, go to the website, DePietro.com. I want to touch on, and I received an email from, uh, this is from Marilyn, uh, telling me, uh, and you can email me, it's john at DePietro.com. Marilyn says, um, Dear JD, I listen to your program each day. I, I can't wait. I am disgusted at the amount of money spent at the state house. This is absolutely ridiculous. It is insane. She's right. She's talking about the story in the Providence Journal. Legislature spent $39.3 million, basically $40 million last year. Where did it go? That's all just for all the foolishness at the state house. This again shows that they just rifle through the money. There's no accountability. Uh, Tommy's Pizzeria, and I know Tommy, and he does a nice job, and he's got his place uh, on Chalkstone Avenue, and he also has the place right on Oaklawn Avenue. And I've been I've been to both, and they're terrific. But he has um he picked up they they they, they paid him thirty thousand dollars last year from every time they want something they order out at Tommy's Pizzeria, which is right on Oaklawn Avenue in Cranston, and that's actually when uh, former President Bill Clinton came to Rhode Island in 2016 to campaign for Hillary. He was at that event. He was there with the speaker. He was there with Governor Raimondo. But uh, 30000 in business just from the state house. For, that's a lot of pizza. That's a lot of pies. Now, he has other things as well, but that's a big bulk of it. Pronzi Catering. This is owned by Mattiello's, uh, the wife of Mattiello's cousin. His name is Nick Mattiello. How much did they get? How about the state house? They catered $35,000. Or you paid for it. Pronzi Catering. Uh, Angelo's. I love Angelo's. How about $10,000 worth of food from Angelo's? The Butcher Shop, which is great, right in Wayland Square. Five grand from the Butcher Shop. That's a lot of pastrami sandwiches. The Corporate Cafe, six grand. Greg's Restaurant. That's all like chowder, clam cakes, desserts. Um... Paulie Penta Italian Deli, Mineral Spring Avenue, North Providence, $10,000. And then Roma up on the hill, $37,000 that you paid for. You paid for it so they could feast up there. Now also, how about $45,000 from Coca-Cola? $45,000 from Coca-Cola. Now here's another thing that also that comes into play. And I'm so glad the journal picked up on this. Follow this now on the consultant front. House leaders paid the law firm of Olin and Penza, are you ready, a $12,585 retainer for potential work that never materialized. House Committee on Conduct. Now, don't tell me a favor wasn't thrown there. They get $12,000. they have never used them. They just get to use the $12,000. And this is on top of all the attorneys that are already on the payroll for the state. Why do they even have to go outside like that? They get a $2,000 a month retainer. And they've never been used. Well, you know, we have to have them. They also paid. Now, listen to this one. This is, if you want to look at where some money's going, the legislature paid $172,000 to election consultant Kimball Braces Company, Election Data Services, compiling voting records and preparing maps for the once-a-decade process 
of making state legislative districts comport with new population figures. That needs to be examined. Anything that has to do with voting records or maps, that needs to be looked at. 172000 Now let's go into some of the personnel costs. Now keep in mind, right, you have a private sector. These jobs are supposed to be, you don't make a lot of money, but you have a job for life. You get all the benefits that that's how a lot of these state right and city type of I, I, you know, I know a guy type of of jobs started. One of the things that jumps out, how about chief of staff to Speaker Mattiello, House chief of staff, Leo Skenyon. Are you ready? One hundred ninety one thousand eight hundred eighty two dollars. Let me ask you a question. Where could he get that type of job in the private sector? Where could he get nowhere? Nowhere could he get that job. So are we are we led to believe Skenyon? Will he not do that job for one twenty five? No one can do that job. He's that's about one hundred thousand over what that job should pay. I also want to remind you they are only in session January through June. Summertime, forget about it. A fall, hit or miss. Skenyon, who's been in front of the grand jury, he was involved with the traffic court. 191000 That's also benefits. Everything else kicks in. His full package is probably worth 230000 And you could get a very competent person to do that for less than half. Senate fiscal advisor Stephen Whitney, 172000 I don't even know what that, what that even means. Legal counsel Danica Ayakoy, I know her, 171000 would she not do it for 150? Was it was was she saying no at 140? Again, they're not in session year round. And could she get that in the private sector? She's very competent. Don't get me wrong. I have respect for her. She's very knowledgeable. 171, the full package is worth 200. Order to General Dennis Hoyle, 171. These people are all about at least 50,000 overpaid. Ready? Here's the big one. Frank Montanaro. Guy couldn't run a two-car funeral. Executive Director, Joint Committee on Legislative Services. He's the free tuition guy. He's the Monta- uh, the Mattiello right-hand guy. Ready? Frank Montanaro, 168000 plus, you know, the free tuition, plus the whole pack. Absolutely insane. How about on the Senate side? Senate Chief of Staff, Stephen Iannazzi. Now, the father was the big labor leader. He's the Senate Chief of Staff, 167000 I, I'm not even, I know he went to Rhode Island College. I don't know if he even graduated from Rhode Island College. He was the one that years ago, Ed Acorn of the Journal was writing all these editorials about Stephen Iannazzi. And, and uh, there's the, reportedly there was then damage done to uh, Ed, Ed Acorn's car. But, um, but 167, he is at least $100,000 overpaid. How about Chief Senate Legal Counsel Richard Sahajan? 166,000. Deputy House Fiscal Advisor Lisa Pinto, 152. Lynn Urbani Craddock. Now, she is the right hand person for Mattiello. She's always with him, campaigning or in his office. 152 plus her husband, Bud Craddock, was the Cranston police chief, and now he runs the DMV. That's one couple, and they're going to get at least three pensions. On the um, Senate side, Kate Bramson makes 130. She makes 22,000 more than the Senate person. Folks, again, this is complete. Do, do all these people need to be making this? And then some of the people that got raises, you know, a legal counsel, the majority leader, $15,000 raise, $15,000 raise. How many people listening right now received a $15,000 raise? Greg Perry, director of communications, he got a $9,000 raise. Um, that, um, uh, folks, it, it just comes back to, and again, the, if this was their money, they would never be paying it out. And they they throw attorneys on the payroll. There were 52 attorney, attorneys on the state payroll. Salaries ranging from 25000 part-time to uh, one attorney, attorney Longo, 171000 paid the speak, speaker's legal counsel. They are more working under contract fees at forty five hundred a month. The General Assembly, the Den of Thieves, Smith Hill, is the largest law firm in the state. Completely unnecessary. Why do they even have to go outside? 
You have all these people. Think about that. 52 people on the payroll. See, they just keep adding. They, they probably need less than half of them. I'll bet if they had to, they could get by with 10 to 15 attorneys. 52 attorneys on the payroll. Now, keep in mind, many of them, the whole reason they're on, someone may say, hey, I'm only getting 25000 It's because they get the benefits. Because think of it, so many attorneys, if you're your own attorney, right, and you have a law firm, you have to pay your own health insurance. And with a family, that health insurance can be as much as 25000 if you get Blue Cross. At the state house, they make them a part-time attorney. They pay them $25,000. But the biggest perk there is they get free health care. That's what it comes down to. It's John DePietro. Remember, you can email me, john at dipietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Now, listen, spring is in the air. How about this season? The best lawn ever guaranteed. Lawn Doctor. Now is the time. Early spring. Crabgrass control, time release fertilizer, broadleaf weed control, professional blend of high calcium lime, time release fertilizer, time release uh, fertilizer with broadleaf grassy weed control. They do grub prevention and 50% off your first application with the purchase of a full season yard armor program. Lawn Doctor, love your lawn. Best lawn ever, guaranteed. The best thing to do is go to their website. It's lawn, L-A-W-N, lawndoctor.com. George is local. They are the best. You're going to love your lawn. Think about that. Your best lawn ever, guaranteed. And they do the spring lime service. Uh, They'll service it also during the course of the summertime. They do tick and mosquito control. Lawn doctor. I could give you the phone number. I'll give it next time. But the easiest thing to do is I direct you to go to their website, lawndoctor.com. What a difference it makes. And especially, listen, this year uh, with a lot of people are not going to be traveling uh, that much because of everything that's going on with the virus and a lot of plans are unknown. So you may be enjoying yourself around your property a little bit more. Why not have your best lawn ever guaranteed? Now, I've used them in the past, and I can tell you, your yard, your grass will look like Augusta National. It'll look fantastic. Lawn Doctor. Go online. That's the best thing to do. They are local, but go online at lawndoctor.com, lawndoctor.com. It's John DePietro. This is the John DePietro Show. Now, remember, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at John DePietro Show. Those salaries, legislature, they spent basically $40 million last year. And keep in mind, this year, this year, it's scheduled for $46 million. $46 million. There's no oversight. It's highway robbery. The amount of money they just spend on catering and sending out for meals. And keep in mind, a lot of times, they have food up there in the afternoon. Then they go out to dinner. This is, they're running, we are paying for. And I want to remind you, you're paying for all this. They don't pay a nickel of this. They decide, they call Tommy's Pizza, whoever, yeah, bring up. You know, then they get up there, and then the whole thing, it's it's like a running party. They have any excuse they want where they um, have all this food brought in and Keep in mind, most of the time, this is all just like snacks in the late afternoon. Anybody that wants it, get a tray if you want. They go out to dinner at some of the top restaurants in the city. Now, granted, that is paid for with their expense accounts, as far as their political expense accounts. But just up at the state house, is that really necessary? The amount of money they spent, and and most of these people, not all, not all, but most of them are basically politically connected in some way. Uh, It's way over the top. These salaries, these individuals would never make this in the private sector. Never. There's no way. And you can get down the list. And if something happens with Mattiello, by the way, how about the highest salary? 202,000 House Fiscal Advisor Sharon Reynolds Furlan, critical player in the legislature's annual dissection rewrite of the governor's multi-million dollar budget proposal. But so many of these people I come back to, would they turn down these jobs if they were making 25,000 less, 30,000 less? With Skenyon, he's at 191, Montanaro 171. Do you mean to tell me lob off 30,000 each? Are they walking out the door? Are they saying that's it? 
I'm going to work on my resume. I'm getting a different job. I don't think so, but they spend it because it's your money. I'm John DePietro. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, it's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, and always online at DePietro.com. Go to the website. You can listen to the show that way. Just click on Listen Live, and boom, there I am right there at the uh, top. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's going to be a big week at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Everything fresh, everything delicious. They have... They have Zapolas, they have cannolis, they have St. Patrick's Day pastry, they have cookies and chocolate-covered donuts, they have fresh brownies and pies and cakes. It's Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Look for their Facebook page. So easy to get to Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's right next door to AAA right off of Silver Spring Street. You're going to love it, and especially the Trump pastry is selling. All Trump fans love the Trump pastry at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Again, look for them on Facebook, hours and directions and phone number, but it's right off Silver Spring Street, and especially everyone is buzzing about the Trump pastry. You can get uh, cupcakes, and you can get Trump brownies that say uh, Make America Great Again brownies and 45. And uh, it's very patriotic. You're going to love it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. But again, look for them on Facebook. Folks, remember, you can always email me. It's john at dipetro.com. John at dipetro.com. I just want to touch on it. I want to commend. Now, this story hasn't even hit yet. But I do want to commend Channel 12 and Tim White. They haven't even done this yet. I mean, it hasn't even run yet. They've already been trying to get reaction on it. But apparently, they did an undercover story that's going to run on... And normally, I I don't talk about situations most of the time, like in Fall River, New Bedford, like that part. But anyhow, so in Fall River, the police chief, Albert DePierre, has resigned with the Fall River Police Department. Mayor Paul Coogan confirmed. Now, he recently came to the mayor's attention because Channel 12 was doing a story. You're the chief of police drinking at a bar during work hours and officially resigned from his role after learning that his contract would not be renewed. But this is because Channel 12, trying to be fair, they went and showed him secretly recorded video to the mayor of the chief of police drinking at St. James Irish Pub with subordinate officers on several occasions during the day. Folks, you're the, so Coogan said he's not being demoted. He should be. Uh, his existing contract does allow for him to take a lower position with the Fall River Police Department. So according to the contract, even in the event of resignation, he would then immediately be back and be the deputy chief of police. Why is this guy going to be the deputy chief of police? See, this is another, what, what are you talking about? Like, is that asking too much? In an interview, first he denied drinking on duty, said he visited the bar on lunch breaks. He took the end of his shift or, you know, time accumulated. I like that one. Working extra hours during the week. He also admitted driving his unmarked police vehicle to and from the downtown bar. While his contract allowed personal use of the vehicle, I get that it looks bad. It, it goes beyond look bad. My God, you're the chief of police. Are, are we really asking too much, Right. How about you're the chief of police? How about this? Just for a joke, you try to get it through the day without actually drinking while you're on duty. And don't say, then just say, hey, guys, listen, um, I can't go to that bar anymore. I know you like it there. but and, and why are they there anyway, even though they're subordinates? But listen, I know you'd like to go to, you know, this. And again, I don't I don't know this Irish pub that they end up going to and uh, drinking at during the course of the day, during work hours now. Chief of police. Gee, gee, I wonder the St. James Irish pub. Gee, I wonder if, you know, it may come at some point during the course of the day, since you're the chief. I wonder that maybe you should have all your, you know, facilities about you. Maybe you should be able to be functioning on all, <coughs> excuse me, on all cylinders without, um, 
them having to say, you know, excuse me, chief, have you been drinking? I mean, come on. My goodness. But again, the reason I mention that really is because of uh, Tim White and, and Channel 12 and the fact that uh, they, again, look at that. They get tipped off by someone, and I'm glad someone tipped off Tim White and Channel 12 and said, you know, you may want to look into this new police chief. Granted, it's in Fall River, but this this new police chief, he apparently seems to be drinking during the course of the day. And um, and, and and it's just, I mean, I, again, we're not talking like nighttime, because one thing about police officers that I know is many times they're, they're on call 24-7. I know of sometimes an officer where it is a Friday night or Saturday night, whatever, and they're off, and, and they still get called on something. So you never know when then maybe you're going to, quote, be on the job. But the chief of police during the course of the day, I mean, I mean that that's just pathetic. Then that's someone who who shouldn't even be, right, shouldn't even be the, the, the chief in the first place. Now, um, getting to the latest on the coronavirus. Um, listen, right now, they are playing catch-up. And, and we don't know, but it sure sounds that once things get somewhat under control regarding the situation with St. Ray's, that this thing could could really be um, under control. So um, look at the headline, Rhode Island Department of Health. Everyone urged to take the coronavirus preventive measures. And, you know, um, some of this is common sense. This comes three people tested presumptive positive for the disease. 42 have been tested for the disease. 30 came back negative. 12 still pending. 250 people have been asked to self-quarantine. But the real ground zero this still comes down to, and I know that the Department of Health Director, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, this still comes down to um, the situation with St. Ray's and the way that that was handled. And and I, I do feel bad. Um, for the people of St. Ray's because I, St. Ray feels, and I, I've been in that school and they've done a nice job, especially with the, they've put some money, they've renovated it. I've, um, one of my children was in a basketball program there. They've done a lot and they've, they've done a good job to, you know, they get people from different communities around the state. It's not just a, obviously heavy in the Northern part of the state of Pawtucket and so forth, but they, it has to be more about this business of washing hands and public handshakes and personal contact, they, it really comes down to they have to track the people that are bringing it in, or it, it really comes down to this case that that school sent the people on the trip to Italy, and when they came back, they were not given, I don't think, from what I understand, and we've you know read what the principal said, they were not given proper guidance from the Rhode Island Department of Health, period. I mean, I don't, I don't see how you could even say that they were given proper guidance on that. They, they weren't given given proper guidance. And now, I mean, the the ramifications of just how long this is going on, and St. Ray's, of course, out of school again, and the sports teams. I, I feel terrible for that. How about the seniors? How about the kids that have worked, the juniors, you'd stop with whatever, you work all year and now they can't participate. But I, I, all right, so I feel bad for the man at St. Ray's. He went on the trip to Italy and they didn't know. And he obviously contracted, he tested positive. They, he got the coronavirus. He's the first one. That's one thing. But what would they, I come back to, we still haven't gotten real answers on what they were told as far as from the Rhode Island Department of Health, when they were questioning, you know, what should we do about this? You know, should we quarantine? Is there a way to test? And they were told no. And this whole business, and the same thing happened with that professor at Brown University that said, you know, I just came from this conference. He told, apparently, according to him, he told the Rhode Island Department of Health, I just came from this conference and there were people from all these different countries. They said, where? He said, Portugal. And they said, oh, no, no, it's just China. And obviously, it's not China. Italy restricts a quarter of the population. Travel chaos. And I mean, things are just anxiety grips companies across world as virus spreads. 
Ted Cruz self-quarantines after contact at CPAC. You know, I was scheduled to go to CPAC and then we couldn't, I couldn't work it out with my schedule. They invited me to go. I almost went to CPAC. I was supposed to be on radio row with CPAC. Thank God I didn't go to CPAC. I've been getting the emails from them saying, by the way, someone at CPAC uh, was also apparently uh, has the virus. Uh, Inside the administration, debate raged over what to tell the public. Official White House didn't want to tell seniors not to fly. Federal agencies prepare for disruptions. Cops in hazmat suits enforce lockdown in Spain. Most daunting virus in half a century. San Francisco bans non-essential public gatherings at city facilities. Shoppers throw punches over toilet paper. Did you see that video? I saw that video of people are just starting to lose it over that. Woman sparked panic on plane by deliberately coughing on crew. (laughs) Marine at Virginia base tests positive. Listen, this is, this is a real problem. It is. And ideally that as word starts to spread, for instance, if, if you're out, I feel terrible for a lot of businesses and restaurants and there's so many different types of spring events. You're going to have March madness. You have different events like that, but you know, cruise ships just seem to be, what do you have? That, that cruise ship off of California, what was it? I think 19 people. 19 people on the cruise ship of the crew now, 19 of the crew tested positive for the coronavirus. And it, it granted, it does affect everyone differently. But I think some people, and I think maybe you agree with this, I think some people are being very insensitive towards, and I said this from the very beginning, you would feel terrible and you're tone deaf about the effects on the elderly. And if you said, ah, so what, no big deal. And then you went and visited your parents or an older relative or your grandmother or whoever, or a pregnant woman or a small child that doesn't have the proper immune system, you're going to feel terrible about that. And I, I hate the thought that March Madness and what it means for the, the teams. How about they were even saying the NBA? I mean, that in certain parts of the world, they're even going to no spectators are going to any of the events. Um, what's so unfortunate about the Rhode Island breakout in a mass, though, I mean, I think they're doing a pretty good job detecting where a lot of this started from. But I feel bad for the situation with St. Ray's because that is going to stay with them for a while. And I think I mentioned, I, I saw the email, the, the principal is doing a daily blog, which I think it's good in some ways to communicate with the 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 students and the, the public at large and the parents and so forth. But just the way they handled it, and I'll even give them benefit of the doubt that they didn't understand how serious it was going to be. They were depending on the Rhode Island Department of Health. But to be denying it all week, which St. Ray's was doing it, and then have these students come back from Italy, and then immediately the assistant principal was not well, and he and it's a good thing he did not go into school. Thank God he didn't try to gut it out. I mean, so much of this is preventable as far as people in the office, you know, telling workers, um, don't come in, right? Like, don't, don't come in. And having a zero tolerance policy with that. And then people have to be adults. I mean, if you have some kind of a fever and a cough, and it sounds so simple, But think about it. If those that have it just stay at home and don't infect anyone, then it just, it will kind of then just die off, right? It seems to, they they have to just get a hold of it. But the fact it's spreading so quickly and people are seemingly ignoring a lot of the warning signs, it's just making matters I don't know how else you say it. I mean, it's just making matters worse. That's what's going on. If people would just follow it and say, you know, I don't want you to come in or we're going to work it out that people are going to work from home, so much of this would would improve. On a cruise ship, though, I mean, that's a problem. With everything going on, if you still decide to go on a cruise ship, then that I, I don't see what's enjoyable about it. The people that are, are um, going on them are talking about then just being you know, locked in their homes and they're quarantined and just how long that goes on. And I know in, in Pawtucket, they did have the St. Patrick's Day Parade. But again, that's 
you know, you're outside and you can have gloves on and maybe you're not standing so close to people. And I think they do believe that hopefully when the weather starts to warm up, that more people are outside and they're not so confined. But if you're on a train or a plane or a bus or a subway, now obviously it can spread inside of a car. Because if you follow the story of that man in New York, I believe his next door neighbor, he's an attorney, his next door neighbor drove into the emergency room and his neighbor tested positive for it. So Mass reports 15 new cases of coronavirus. The number of coronavirus cases grew, uh, it was, well, it was 28 on Sunday, more than double the number reported a day earlier. So look at how fast it's going. But even they seem to be able to pinpoint it to Biogen. And that's where they believe um, a big part of that. Um, and then you have certain companies telling people, work from home. California prepares to dock cruise ship, 21 coronavirus cases. Now, um, and then there's this headline, White House didn't want to tell older people not to fly. Who's that helping? You know, I, I don't know whether or not that's helpful, but that's uh, that's problematic. That is problematic. And a woman who works at a Pawtucket nursery school tests positive for the coronavirus. A woman in her 60s, Smithfield Avenue Nursery School, con- uh, contracted the virus from an infected person in New York. Now, at least that you can kind of pinpoint and now they're going to have to check those poor kids at the nursery school. And then there, you know, families, there is no vaccine. I, I, th- some of these people, well, come on, people, come on, John, people die from the flu every day. You could, well, you know, it's more dangerous than a car accident. That's not the point. You can get a flu shot. You could uh, not get on the roads. This is much different. The woman is the fourth person connection Rhode Island has tested positive for the virus, but three of them are from that St. Ray's trip. And that's what really kind of got everything off. So now the test is still pending for a number of different people. Something that I think the governor in the Rhode Island Department of Health, I think um, we had a caller last week. And again, folks, um, good after, uh, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2 right here on AM 1380, write that down, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at topetro.com. We had that caller, and I thought that was a good idea that suggested that you have the hospital in Pawtucket that is basically vacant right now. Um, And that would be an idea to set it up. So then anyone that has it that needs to be quarantined for whatever reason, maybe they're very sick and they can't go home. So then you have them there. Or you could have the test there, but keep them out of the regular hospital because you don't want these people uh, going into an emergency room if it can be avoided. And I know the governor is saying, Governor Amundo and the Department of Health are saying, you know, you should call ahead. Call ahead. Try getting someone on the line. Try getting someone on the line at a hospital where they're not, from what I hear, they're not exactly just patching people right through. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by MEGA. Logistics. Now, listen, if you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies, you can depend on MEGA, M-E-G-A, Logistics. Call them today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 401 431 2300-401-431-2300 for MEGA Logistics. I thought that that was an excellent idea that one of our listeners, she called in last week and said you have that entire hospital in Pawtucket, Pawtucket Memorial, that's vacant right now. Why not, even if maybe you don't even use the whole thing, but use part of that and make that wherever you are, if you think you have the coronavirus, that's where you go. And then if there is someone that's going to be kept, that's where they break it off. And then you you would have at least the emergency rooms, ideally, could perhaps um, return some some sort of normal. But I, I don't think, uh, Governor Raimondo and the Department of Health, I don't think they are communicating enough. Uh, I don't think, I mean, already... 
Um, I'm looking at a headline, TF Green increases sanitation efforts amid the coronavirus outbreak. But look what else is about to happen. 2020 census is about to begin. That really was the main focus of the uh, Ramundo administration was, I mean, I told you the last thing she had on Twitter, it was about the census. It wasn't even talking about the coronavirus. URI suspends international travel over the uncertainty of it. Rhode Island business owner worried about family in Italy. You know, I was in Italy. They do a story on um, Tony's colonial, Anthony DeChico. I was in Rome in December. I mean, I just missed it. Although when I came back, I did have a bad cough. I hope I didn't have it. I don't think I had it unless I had some kind of a, um, a mild case of it. Uh, I don't think I did, but, um, what I, um, I really feel bad for the kids from St. Rayfield's Academy because that's, that is something that if you, if the students at St. Ray's where now they are pulling out of different, um, postseason type of play and playoff games and things like that. I mean, it, it's terrible, but that is a, a thing where the, the students, the adults let those kids down and the department of health let those kids down. And as far as, um, the situation in Massachusetts, I mean, when you're talking about that, the numbers are doubling within, in 24 hours, the number of coronavirus cases keeps doubling. And and something that that you need to also, people need to be aware of is the amount of fatalities are going up. This is not the, the ratio they use. Have you been following this? The ratio they use, it's it's much more, it's much higher than they initially thought. So now for some reason, it does not seem to be affecting children as much. The situation in Italy is very, very serious. I was in Florence and I was in Rome um, right after Thanksgiving. And now, I mean, oh my goodness, thank goodness I went there. Although, you know, another thing, there are a lot of people from our region that do go back and forth to Italy a lot, whether it's the North End or Federal Hill. Uh, Italy is a very, very popular destination for a lot of people from our area. Italy quarantines north, drastic bid to slow the virus. Have you read about it? Italy took a page from China's playbook. 16 million people locked down, more than a quarter of its population, nearly a month. Weddings, museums, movie theaters, shopping malls, all affected. Now, again, weddings, museums, movie theaters, shopping malls. Confusion reigned after the quarantine was announced. Residents and tourists, Venice, Milan, trying to figure out how and when the new measure would be put into practice. Travelers crammed aboard standing room only trains, tucking their faces into scarves, sharing sanitizing gel. You know, I've always carried my uh, Purell with me. And now people know why. I stopped shaking hands a very long time ago. After mass, uh, mass testing uncovered 7,300 infections, Italy now has more cases of the virus than any country but China, where the disease supposedly is in retreat. The death toll in Italy is now 366. Around the globe, more and more events canceled, hidden behind closed doors. Pope Sunday service to Formula One racing car, Baran, um, competition in Japan. Wrestlers, how about sumo? Wrestlers arrived at the arena face masks. Required to use hand sanitizer before entering. Saudi Arabia, officials at the kingdom, all schools, university closed starting Monday, following the lead of other Gulf countries. Questions grew whether to maintain U.S. presidential campaign rallies and other super spreading gatherings as it's entering new states. The Italian premier signed a quarantine decree for the country's prosperous north. Areas under lockdown, Milan, Italy's financial hub in the main city, Venice, the main city in uh, that region. The extraordinary measures will be in place until April 3rd. Tourists in the region, including those from abroad, were free to head home. The Italian transport said, noting airports and train stations remain open. 
the Pope had been ill, held his Sunday blessing by video. He said he felt like he was in a cage. <laughs> he was not directly affected by the lockdown. Familiar feeling in China. Government locked down 60 million people. Six weeks later, they're still effectively stuck. 60 million people. World Health Organization has said China's move helped the rest of the world prepare for the virus to arrive. And they tweeted their support for Italians. Courageous steps aimed at slowing the speed of it. China has suffered about three-fourths, 109,000 coronavirus infections and 3,800 deaths. New infections in China, supposedly, have leveled off. Most of those infected have already recovered. So, but the, the biggest thing here, and I repeat, is these people that take a blasé attitude about it, um, I think it's just being very, very insensitive. How about in uh, Major League Baseball now? They're going to limit spring autographs. Listen, the, the prob- here's one of the problems. The problem is people that don't feel well are still going to events. And a good example was that man in New Hampshire that even though he had the symptoms, even though he was told to stay at home, he still went out. And seemingly then it, it spread to other people. Folks, remember, visit the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. It is John DePetro. This portion of our program, now you're talking about getting rid of viruses. And when you're talking about getting rid of mildew and algae and staining and dust and other debris, I'm talking about Bethel Certified Soft Wash. That's right. Go to their Facebook page, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Free same-day text estimate. You can text Jared at 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585, Bethel Certified Soft Wash. And what do they do? Well, they'll come out, highly trained team. You have both soft washing and power washing. Now, soft washing is the low-pressure system, does not harm vinyls or roofs, low pressure with the biodegradable chemical, and it removes the biological element. Go um, visit the website, or excuse me, Facebook page, Bethel Softwash. Visit there, Jared's Facebook page, and look at the before and after. What a difference. My goodness. Bethel Softwash. Make an app- you can also make an appointment at his Facebook page, or you can uh, text him. And if you take a picture of your home, he'll give you a, a, a free same-day estimate. You can text Jared at 401-617-2585, 401-617-2585 for Bethel Certified Soft Wash. Come on, get rid of that algae and mildew. What a difference. I love the before and after pictures. You see the green staining? It looks, uh, looks so unsightly. What a difference. Your home is going to make, or even he shows the different bricks in the walkway. My goodness, it looks so much better. Or a fence, Bethel certified soft wash, power wash. Remember, visit his Facebook page. Jared is, um, is just terrific. And, and what a difference it's going to make. So, and support a local business, 401-617-2585. Again, I want to repeat, I, um, I do, I feel terrible for so many of the small businesses that are being affected by all of this. Um, it is terrible. I mean, it's, it's absolutely terrible. Uh, but, but until they get this thing under control, now something to remember is in Rhode Island, if the Rhode Island Department of Health, Governor Raimondo, if they make efforts to really crack down on this and stop it, there's, there's basically two general areas that they have to be the most cautious of. One is obviously a nursing home. And thank goodness, folks, we haven't had, well, three areas really. The way it was explained to me was a hospital, a nursing home, or the schools. The schools, because obviously it's so contagious and it just goes through different, all the different children, but then it also hits their families. 
So, you know, that's important. That's number one. Number two, obviously a hospital. That's why I think, I think they should take the preventive measure and take over a place like a Memorial Hospital in Pawtucket and make that. Now, you can always go to depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, the official website of UNAHU. Now, make sure when you're there, but make sure you check out the independent report. Now, we do have a new one coming on the virus. I'm trying to confirm uh, some different elements of that, but we will have an update on that coming. And it's going to be, um, without question, it's going to be a blockbuster. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Henry Oil. They want to be your oil provider. Call them, full-service fuel company since 1947. Call Henry Oil, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, 24-hour burner service for contracted regular customers online at henryoil.com. It's Lori, it's Carmine, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Check out their website. It's Henry Oil, and they have such a great story. You know, you think about it, residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery. But Henry Oil, since 1947, and uh, such a proud history where they've been serving people and being out in the community in service contracts and budget plans. 1947, Carmine Henry DeSanto delivered fuel oil with a single truck operation from his gas station on Manton Avenue. The business has since evolved now multi-trucks, full-service company providing fuel delivery burner, plumbing, uh, smaller operation, continued personalized service, dedicated providing with top uh, quality fuel and heating services at competitive prices. Folks, Henry Oil, call them today, 401-521-0200. It's John DePietro. Now remember, you can always email me. I read all your email, john at depetro.com. I received this email from, this is from Lindsay. Lindsay says, John, can you explain again the problem with the voting situation in Rhode Island? I was trying to explain it to my boyfriend, and I didn't know all the details. I'd be happy to. And again, you can always email me. It's john at depetro.com. No eyes. Well, the problem with the, the voting situation, and I've talked about this, something has to be done. I hear some different people, and there was someone, I mentioned this, and they're talking about, I think Trump can win Rhode Island. Listen, you're talking about in a fear election. If Rhode Island had fear elections, we would be like New Hampshire. Okay. That New Hampshire is is Rhode Island with some Republicans elected. New Hampshire, in some ways, is what Rhode Island could be if we didn't have so much political corruption. That's really what New Hampshire is. Even though you know they have the skiing and the mountains, and they do a lot of summer tourism. But New Hampshire is such a business-friendly state. It's such a resident-friendly state. You don't have the corruption that you have here. You have real equal, uh, balanced form of government, both you know Republicans and Democrats. But one of the th- reasons why President Trump continues to visit New Hampshire is because New Hampshire is in play. And I believe if things were done fairly, what we need is a real secretary of state. We need someone to purge the voter rolls. To me, that should still be the number one priority for 2022. Yes, we all would like to be governor, but why have someone that's going to lose? There's a, a, a fraud voter list that's out there. And Cicilline uses it, and Alorza uses it, and Ramundo uses it, and Nelly Gorbia uses it. And the whole thing, and I want you to understand this because it's so important, is people are registering to vote who are not citizens. They don't live in the state. They should not be registered to vote. They're not even citizens. They're not, they're from, most of them are from the Dominican, but they're certainly not Rhode Island residents. They're not even really American citizens, to be honest with you. But, and, and there's no penalty. And they register them by the thousands. You know, I've talked about this. In 2016, that, uh, that um, organization, Terry Gorman and I talk about it. It's um, Raza. They, they registered 25,000, quote, new voters. That's impossible. There's no way. We don't have – look at the decline. There's people that are leaving the state, not coming to the state. But all they do is they get them. They have a real person. They put down an address. Remember, a X counts as a signature. So 
they have, you know, whatever it may be. Uh, Wanda Pedro lives on Chalkstone Avenue, and that's it. And the person who works for the campaign, they have that down, and they go, and who knows, is Wanda Pedro, who lives at, you know, pick a number, 100 uh, Chalkstone Avenue, is, is he really sitting there and then filling out a, a, a mail ballot? Of course not. No. You can, no, definitely not. He doesn't even know. Maybe he did sign up the thing originally to vote, but there's no way to check that. And you can't go, and he's got supposedly 10, 12 people living there. Who knows? There's no way to check any of that. They never checked that. Now, people like Nellie Gobia, your Secretary of State, what does she say? People sign this under penalty of perjury that they are a Rhode Island resident and they're a U.S. citizen. No one ever checks on it. What penalty of perjury? No one's ever been charged under that. Zero. Never. They don't look for it. They don't ask for it. They know that. The campaigns know that. They take advantage of it. They exploit it. And keep in mind what happened in 2016. And I tried to, excuse me, 2018. Uh, Think of that. Governor Raimondo had 60,000 absentee slash mail ballots, quote, slash emergency voting. Folks, it's fraud. I do believe that if someone went, you would see the number of ballots that, that, uh, that, you know, the number of votes. Um, but as I've talked about, and someday people will say he was right. Juan was right. How is it that someone gets 200,000 votes? They have a 35% approval rating, but they got 55% of the vote. There's no way it would be, it would be no more than a margin of error of around five. So Ramundo, she didn't get, there's no way she didn't get that. She got uh, like 200, 140,000 votes, maybe somewhere in there. But then the rest were all absentee uh, slash uh, mail ballot or whatever they're calling it. The early voting, uh, they do it at uh, Central Falls, Pawtucket, but Providence is the big, that's where they cram it all in and the Providence vote. So again, some of the people about, you know, the president and we should have a rally and what's the point? You know, that's like having a parade. We need someone that could go in and the FBI is not going to come in. This is a state problem. We need someone that's going to go into that secretary of state's office and win, but it's very difficult because you may be able to win a, a regional, uh, you may be able to win like a, a, a district election. That's maybe like a state Senator or maybe a rep, but it's folks, it's with the statewide elections, any election that involves Providence, there's voter fraud. And Cicilline really, I mean, Cicilline did some of it, but Cicilline really got it going. And then Raimondo, they've just taken it to the next level. And, you know, they all know. They're all in on it, right? I mean, like, don't, let's not pretend we don't, they don't know what's going on. They absolutely know what's going on. Um, and it, it still doesn't make sense. I mean, you ask anyone, everyone's down on her. How the hell did she get, right, 55% of the vote? The answer is she didn't. She didn't get 55% of the vote. All right. Now, remember, you can always email me. It's john at dipetro.com. Visit the website, dipetro.com. You're listening to The John DePetro Show.